Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. 820. It's time for Counterpoint. Small business guy Andy Stinton joins us. Yay, yay. The crowd goes wild. You know you don't get paid for this. <laughs> okay, damn. Okay. Great. And Michael Diamond, political strategist with Upstream Strategy. Good to have you both. So, um, just had a pretty stunning conversation with somebody uh, who has an awful lot of insight into Josh Boyle. And uh, while the prime minister seems to be missing in action over this growing controversy, um, this guy certainly had a lot of thoughts to, to, to talk about as far as judgment of our prime minister, the fact that Boyle should not have been anywhere near him. He is now charged with 15 counts that would have been under investigation as uh, as far back as possibly October. Um, the RCMP maybe should have known. So did they drop the ball? Did, did Trudeau ignore warnings? Should there be an investigation? All those questions now coming out. I'll start with you, uh, Michael. Um, does our prime minister have a judgment problem? So look, this was a great way to change the uh, story from talking about his uh, Aga Khan visit and the <laughs> ethics commissioner's report. Good Good move. So, so he, he did that. <laughs> yeah. But uh, look, does our prime minister have a judgment uh, problem? Absolutely. We saw it at with the uh, trip to uh, Billionaire Island. We saw it with his bizarre eulogy for uh, Fidel Castro the day he died on Twitter. We, we've seen it time and again. And and, and this, this is no different. It's either poor staffing, yet he has not made any significant staff changes throughout any of these scandals, or it's a uh, just personal belief that he can get away with this because he's so appealing to the Canadian people. Yeah, Andy, look, we're, we're starting to get... He's <laughs> you, were get si- you were actually serious about that, weren't you? Because you made me laugh. That that he thinks he's so appealing. No, because you're it. a typical conservative, let's call it. Well, hold on, let me ask you, because, you know, he's got a reputation uh, as being soft on terror, and certainly with the Cotter payment, certainly taking pictures in his office uh, with this guy and his family, I mean, it's fueling a narrative I don't want to see this country get. Here's what it is. Conservatives claim he's <laughs> stupid, Okay. This is, this is where conservatives are really dumb. They claim that he is stupid, yet he is clever enough, because I heard you think at the beginning of the show, he's clever enough to perform all these other amazing communication traits, like plan the boil thing. When he's so, on script. When he's on script. When he falls off no, the script, on, he's so a disaster. He can get off the Aga Khan. Is he stupid or is he a, a well, he communications junior? Or does he have handlers? I mean, to me, the RCMP should have come along. And said, this guy's under investigation. It's not happening. Which, right. But uh, but then but, we have to know, would the prime minister have said, you know what? I'm okay with this. I mean, that's the bigger question then. So if the RCMP flagged this for his handlers and yet the prime minister still went ahead with this thing, we got a problem. Alex, here. but if is not an argument. You've got a lot of but ifs in there. But if he did well, We this, don't know. They're if, not talking. So, yeah. Okay. So they're not talking. The RCMP is not going to talk. No, but the anyway. prime minister's yeah. office so, isn't talking. And if he made a bad judgment call, move on because everybody makes a bad judgment call. 
So, so either our security forces protecting our prime minister are completely incompetent, which is hugely concerning. And I, I've attended events with previous prime ministers where, you know, your name is vetted and you're, you're told uh, 24 hours in advance or whatever. Yes, you can come because you're not on whatever list. Uh, luckily, I'm, I'm still sometimes shocked I made it. Uh, <laughs> or, or we have a prime minister who disregarded the advice of those security officials. Either way, there's a huge problem uh, that, that needs to be addressed. It but but then you can add it back well. to the Aga Khan thing. I mean, again, another incident where his handlers might have said, this is not a good idea. You shouldn't go to the Aga Khan's island. And maybe he said, do you know how much the average, you know how much I care? I really don't give a damn where they went to the Aga Khan's island. In the big picture of things, I don't care. It's pointy-headed political. It's pointy-headed political. Ooh, 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 let's push. And it's the reason the conservatives don't win elections. Patrick Barron is a classic example of the typical conservative. Well, what does who, he have to do with this? Well, because I've never is... heard a conservative make this argument. But <laughs> what, which arguments? That, that, that I've never. Conservatives uh, would would love to hear the more people say Patrick Brown is your typical conservative. Well, if you let me finish, I'll tell you why. Because he never gives a solution. He always points out the problem, and that's the problem. So with increased the... funding for mental health, not a solution. Well, okay, but that, uploading... that's totally off topic. Yeah. The point is, uh, you know, we have a prime minister whose main job among many other things, which apparently he's a ceremonial prime minister, but putting that aside, his main job is to protect the security and interests of Canadians. And I question that when you're saying to ISIS fighters, yes, come back, because we think you can be a great, powerful voice. I mean, he said that just a few days ago. Um, You know, he's got this guy in his office. He's given payments to Cotter. To me, I'm not sure that's in Canadians' best interest. So I do think they care. Do do you believe do you believe that, that that Trudeau is a dictator and just does what the hell he wants? No, I actually I think he's very foolish. Okay. I think no, he's no, actually that just wasn't a the question whether you believe he's foolish or not. Okay, do you think, believe he makes all the decisions on his own in some sort of? Trump-asian I don't think he makes way? any decisions. I think he's actually just a poster child for the party and the people behind the so scenes. So don't are blame him. Blame well, the party. that's not the job of the prime he, minister. He, the, the prime minister hasn't made any changes, so it's easy to blame his staff. But he has chosen to not change his staff throughout these scandals. Right. So they keep getting. This conversation will go on. I do want to jump to another topic. Uh, Three transit cops uh, convicted for scheming to skip work and writing fraudulent tickets to homeless folks could get a year in jail. And this this is blatant ripping off of the taxpayer and preying upon the most vulnerable of people. Should they get jail? Yeah, without a doubt. I, mean, I, mean, happens, I, I hate to agree yeah. with you, and that's that's the major problem <laughs> yes. with this. Dare you agree with me? <laughs> I know. This is terrible. I mean, this is just a complete scam. And I think because I have that weird British viewpoint, I did see some humor in this, though. How? Is is the lawyers said, can they serve their time on weekends so they can still work? Yeah, so they can get double overtime. <laughs> yeah, you know what, Andy, you're going to be very upset because I agree with you. Uh, oh, my God. I'm really sorry. But uh, the maximum sentence, these people are despicable. They defrauded the taxpayers who were their employers at the TTC. They, as you said, preyed on the most vulnerable. And it was just too clever by half. These people are just despicable. Uh, that they were allowing homeless people to be convicted of a crime Exploited. in absentia. <laughs> Exploited. I, I just, I can't, I can't ha- process how despicable these people are. And uh, I, 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 I am all for long, very long prison sentences. They've been stripped of their titles, but I'm sure their union is, pro- I mean, look, they're probably getting paid. I do love that the lawyers also diminished the role of, of, of the, their job. That, oh, they're not really that important. Well, no, actually, but they in the TTC world, they are the gods of the TTC world. These are the people that police transit. But I think in a bigger picture, we hear about these stories, whether it's an asphalt company uh, or, or people laying asphalt in Hamilton using that product and, and taking it to put the, on their neighbors for a cheaper price. We hear this. 
Do you well, see how much they make? $142,000. I think they should be convicted just on the fact that they went to Lululemon in their off time, which everybody knows well, is they, over. They can clearly afford Lululemon. Yeah, well, well, because we bought it. All right, guys, I got to break it there. Uh, 828, we will come back for more Counterpoint right after this. Yes, a defense minister back in the headlines because he's entitled to his entitlements. That's next on point here on Global News Radio. Back to On Point with Alex Pearson on Global News Radio. 832, Counterpoint continuing with Michael Diamond and small businessman Andy Stint. Yay! All right, let's talk about the defense minister back in the headlines. Uh, Harjit Singh uh, apparently outflying all of his colleagues, racking up a whopping 670,000 kilometers in flights. And that does not include operation costs. Now, these are private flights. These are not commercial flights. Opposition saying that he is taking the jets because he wants to, not because, you know, he doesn't want a hassle of being with the ordinary people. So I'll start with you, Andy, on this. These entitlements are what cost the liberals uh, power under Chrétien. I mean, they were entitled to their entitlements. And, and Chrétien... Harper, now the Liberal government. We've got a theme going here. Do you remember? Would you remember this? This is a good one. You'll like this one. $50,000 to repaint the Airbus yep. in that red and whatever it was color scheme by the Conservatives. I, I, I don't really think. Well, Peter issue. McKay got into a trouble for taking a chopper, uh, the military vehicle, or what I can't remember, was a military government yeah. vehicle to a government jet or plane or whatever it was to an event. I mean, he got really slammed for that. Well, and if you look at the uh, the total flights for Peter McKay during his time as minister over a four, four year period and uh, Minister Sanchez, uh, Minister Sanchez in a year and a half racked up almost as many uh, flight hours as Peter McKay in that four year period. But generally, I think, you know, Canada is a major country and these stories are often not all that important within reason it's uh, it's it's always better to fly commercial because it's cheaper there was a uh, you know over the christmas holidays we could put hopper on sunwing <laughs> he probably would yeah you know what have. that's the irony he would H- had it not been uh, <laughs> uh, illegal and he actually i mean look, i think it's, it's only the prime minister and one other the gg the, ge- the governor, general governor general that are general. not allowed to fly uh, commercial but these guys can't and, and the you know what i didn't like about hopper when he used to do it uh, uh, Why are we talking uh, about Harper when the story is about oh, because, the defense because minister? Because it's all the same. They're short of something to pick on, it's, so it's always plain. The, the planes come up. I, I looked at three articles, and you know what? They were almost the reproduction of this article, but about five years so apart. It, well, exactly. But Peter McKay, in four years, racked up as uh, many, nearly as many flight hours as it's taken in a Harjit Sanjh uh, a year and a half to. So, I mean, the liberals definitely, I think, skate by uh, with this easier. But they said they'd be different. I think that's if you're going to be different, then you got to be different. Well, I, I like the fact. Be, that Harper used to take uh, fundraisers with him on the plane quite often. Well, don't even bring that up, Andy. You, you can't. You can't win that one with Trudeau. Well, I mean, when he fun- fundraised on yeah, charities, I mean, the, the, I mean, the, the prime on. minister takes the party president on his uh, <laughs> yeah. vacation. That's a gift from a uh, registered lobbyist. I'm taking uh, it. You guys don't like Trudeau very much. I'm just. I'm not, I think not. he has lovely hair. <laughs> All right. Jeez, I'm getting a theme here, right? Uh, uh, um, Bank of Canada coming out saying sixty thousand jobs will be uh, killed because of the steep minimum wage hike. And this is just like a, one of a number of reports that have come out on on job losses with minimum wage. And now, you know, Tim Hortons franchise out in Coburg has told its employees, you know, benefit costs are going up. They're not going to getting paid breaks anymore. No more days off in lieu of a birthday. And I just saw online Subway has said, you know what, we've got to raise raise costs. Is this well, fair? A, I'm a small businessman, you yeah. know, and it's as simple as this. You put a three or four dollar an hour 
raise in your operating costs, it gets passed along. I'm, I'm sorry, when you're not a mathematician, you're not many things, but this is one of them. Where does that cost go? Well, because I'd like to absorb that because I'm a charitable business owner and reduce the size of my house. No, I'm not. I'm going to pass it on. And if the impo- Well, you're just one of those creep, uh, very greedy corporate people, I, I apparently. Know, I, I know. <laughs> I started up a business to make money, and that's what I want to do. So much though I see the point of the employees and they're going to lose benefits and it's not a right for a paid, paid lunch break, I also see the right of the business owner who has invested his money in it yeah, that he's risks. been driven to do this. Well, and I, th- I, I just think that Wynn is, is a complete... Which of wicked witch of the West for this one? Well, and it's not only preserving their ability to uh, continue to make an income for themselves; it's the ability to continue to provide jobs for these employees who definitely are upset. I'm fab- flabbergasted by the way that apparently that uh, a paid day off for your birthday is a benefit at some uh, yeah. workplaces. Uh, shocking! I've never never actually but heard of that. I before. go back and people say, "Well, they can't afford the cost of living." Okay, well then stop taxing us to death. If the governments would stop. Taxing us at every level and increasing things like water, property tax, and all. We're getting nickel and dime by the very people who say they're now going to fix it by raising minimum well, wage. Exactly. This is just really a Ponzi scheme to get more money into provincial sure. coffers. So they, they're going to, you know, increase your wage, your wages, but then your taxes go up. And at the end of the day, it's just a, a hit, another hit on, on business owners who cannot be blamed for doing what people said for months in advance of this. Is this is going to be the impact? Well, they had fourteen be less, years to do. There's going to be less, fewer. No, no, no. Oh. Sorry for the business owners. Oh, sorry, yeah. but People were saying there's going to be fewer jobs out of this. There's going to be more automation. There's going to be employees. Lose. And, and it was always true. And, and the Win Liberal said it's fear-mongering and everyone's wrong. And now you have the Bank of Canada. And well, it's they didn't be, do cost-benefit analysis. Well, it's going to so be very interesting to see how they de- You can uh, get into all the, the analysis. We all know it's wrong. It's simple math. We can go on about it. Right, but, but how it, come... But it's very clever in the fact that she's just now appealed to a certain demographic that'll go, yep. I got more money, so I'm going to vote. I got more money, so I can pay more for the expensive things that had to go up at businesses. Well, because, I, but let me ask hey, you this. I got a raise, so my job's <laughs> been taken over by a computer. <laughs> right. But there was so much outrage, you know, during the last election, which Tim Hudak lost by saying he'd shed 100,000 jobs through attrition in the public sector. And yet, when we hear about 50,000 or 185,000 or 90,000 jobs being lost in the private sector, it's like, oh, well. No, no outrage here. I mean, what's going on? And it's it's sad because, I mean, I think Wynn has been disastrous for this province on just about every level from electricity to minimum wage, blah, 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 blah. However, if I look at politics as a game, mm. the liberals are masters, past masters. Look what they did to Tory. Look what they did to Hudak, who I both believe would have been good leaders and good premiers. And they outsmarted them left, right, and center. And that's well, they, what this is. I don't know if they outsmarted them. They got their unions out to vote. Well, and, and the, the conservatives in those two cases with uh, Tim Hudak and John Tory definitely gave the liberals an inch, and they ended up taking a mile. So yeah. uh, full credit to them. Alex, you did say that uh, you, you phrased it as uh, it removed jobs through attrition. Had Tim Hudak been that artful, right. he would have very well won that election. The bl- as soon as that sentence came out of his mouth, I was like, oh, God, it's over. But I mean, I know you- what he was saying, but it, he was honest, and it could have been done easily through attrition. It was message wrong. But I do want to talk about New York. Yes. Get to, okay. <laughs> yes. Okay. New York. Do you yes, like my spandex uh, suit? I, <laughs> my the new suit. year brings in, I guess, new ideas for a New York gym offering up naked workouts. Yeah, they claim... <laughs> It Michael, promotes, put your pants back on right now. <laughs> it promotes skin breathing and complete body awareness. Would you 
ever want to work crap. out naked. I mean, and Michael, you, you, I know you work out. You're gym buff. I'm a gym buff. I don't I, shower naked at the gym. Right, I mean, exactly. Hang on. Okay, this is not going to... You don't shower naked well, at the I gym. Well, I there. You don't. I'm covered. I'm covered. Because You've never seen the people that come in? I've never looking. been to a gym, so I've what do I I've heard from people who've gone to nude beaches, I've never gone, that it's like the ugliest people <laughs> at these nude beaches. And I would imagine that it's the same thing at uh, these nude gyms. Excuse me. I don't care how hot you are. There is... There's pretty naked, and then there's bad naked. And I don't want to see you doing a squat naked. It I don't. Be, it might be good for your diet plan, though, because no, you're just going to be too not. revolted to eat I don't want to see you not. bending over with a downward dog okay, naked. Okay, men are not ergonomic, ergonomically designed, okay? They start jumping up and down, and exactly. this is not going to be a pretty sight. It's okay for women. I don't want to see you guys jump up and down. And the other thing I've noticed, because I got some contracts in Cuba, is when you go on the naked <laughs> beach, in the nude beach, it's all the people that shouldn't be naked right. are out there. And sli- black spandex is not slimming, ladies. <laughs> but well, no, it's you, not. And think about it's a 90-year-old grandmother, right? Right. I know. It's. I don't know if this one's going to catch on, folks, but it's not something I would advise. Thank you both. Thank you. Michael Diamond. Can I joining, put my clothes back on now? <laughs> you should never take them off. Andy Stinton joining us tonight for CounterPoint.